You're listening to episode number 42 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Do you know about Divorce Force? Well, if you don't, you're going to learn about it now. Check it out. Here we go. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoy. All right, everybody, how are you doing? I hope you are well. I hope you are healthy as we are in the midst of, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, right now it is March 2020 and we are in the midst of the coronavirus emergency. So here in New Jersey, everything is getting closed down by the hour. I just read literally a minute ago that the governor of New Jersey is closing all indoor malls and amusement parks and uh, restaurants and bars are only open for takeout only. You can't eat in and, uh, you know, it's time uh, to really try to nip this nip this thing in the bud and they talk about flattening that curve so our healthcare system is not overwhelmed which I'm totally supportive of supportive of and we're trying our best to do our part schools are closed my 5 year old is home with us indefinitely so we'll see uh, how long before somebody loses a a limb here i just kid and um but it's it's hard right working remotely um schools closed. This is a, a new reality for us for a while, and hopefully uh, we'll get back to normal sooner than later, but nobody knows right now. So wherever you are, I hope you're staying safe and hanging in there. Um, it's a good time to catch up on the Divorce Resource Guy podcast, if you haven't already, because uh, if you're new to the podcast, well, this is episode 42, so you got a lot of listening to do. So go ahead and uh, let me know what you think, and hopefully this will help stem the tide a little bit, especially if you're getting a divorce, because the courts are closed too. And that is going to cause even more delays for your divorce. Um, And for most of you going through a contested divorce, more delay is not what you're looking for. Um, You're trying to get this over and done with as soon as possible. So listen, we all have to adjust, strap yourselves in, and let's work together and uh, get through the crisis. And we will. So let's get on to today's episode. Are you familiar with divorceforce.com? Check it out if you're not, because I have Gregory Frank, the CEO of Divorce Force, as my guest today, and he's going to talk to you about what it is, how it works, and how it can be a good resource for you to utilize in your divorce. So without further ado, let me introduce Gregory Frank. Gregory, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. Good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think this will be uh, a great bird's eye view um, for the listeners to kind of get a glimpse exactly uh, about Divorce Force um, and how it can be a resource for them. Um, And even, you know, professionals who are listening out there, I know it, it caters to both. So for those people who are not familiar with Divorce Force yet or you, Give everybody just a little bit of background information about kind of who you are, how you got to this point, and what was the idea behind Divorce Force? Sure. So we we started Divorce Force back in 2012, and originally 
the company was a networking group for mostly males in New York City. And the way that the organization came about, it was called the Divorcing Dads Council, was there were a bunch of guys who found each other through emails and connections, uh, and we were all going through a divorce at the time. So we wanted to educate each other and ourselves and understand everything that we needed to know about the journey of divorce that we were embarking on. So we started to hold different meetings with professionals, whether they were attorneys, uh, retired judges, forensic accountants. And the idea started to really grow and people, lots of people were attending our event. You know, we we'd do an event and a hundred people would show up at the door. It was fantastic. And Eventually, women wanted to have events, so we started to do women-only events with the same type of professionals on a panel where the women can understand what they should expect, let's say, if they were going to go through a divorce with a man who was self-employed and and what some of the challenges are there. So over the course of that year, we saw such an abundance of need for having a centralized platform that we launched Divorce Force. Right. So today, Divorce Force has become the number one digital community for people affected by divorce. Whether you're contemplating a divorce, currently in a divorce, or you're you're finished and you're moving on with your new life, there's a lot of information, Jason, that that people need. And you don't always know where to turn. And a lot of times when people go through a divorce, they look to their family or friends for advice. And that's typically the worst place that you should go. Um, yeah. You know, we we believe that. There's a reason that there's professionals. There's a reason why you you don't ask your dentist to manage your stock portfolio. You go to a professional wealth manager. So it, it's really important that people have an outlet or a place to go that they can take those baby steps in the beginning of a divorce. And then as they're going through the life cycle, they can interact and engage with people for all the goods, products, services, and advice that they need. So that's kind of the evolution of where we started. And my personal background... I've always been in digital tech. I was in the digital online trading. I was in the digital online trading business for a number of years, both domestically and overseas. And in 2003, I transitioned into the mortgage industry and I owned and operated a a mortgage company here in New York City uh, that was predominantly internet-based. So we were very focused on digital lead origination and putting consumers together with the appropriate lenders. I filed for divorce in 2012. And I had exited the mortgage business in 2013 to take on Divorce Force full-time. So Divorce Force is really a brainchild kind of of my personal background, my personal experience in digital marketing, as well as having personally gone through a four-year litigation uh, of which one year I represented myself and went pro se. So I've seen the inside of the courtroom many, many times and many different rooms outside of a courtroom uh, in order to finalize my divorce. So I'm very passionate about the industry. I'm very passionate about helping people. And, you know, here we are about to enter 2020 and technology is, it changes the landscape of every business year after year after year. So we are very excited about what's to come this year and helping both professionals and consumers, you know, with the life cycle of divorce. Well, I think that I think that's great. And it's it's so interesting how, you know, our personal experiences in life, right? Divorce force probably would not be here today if I'm guessing you didn't go through the experience you did in your personal divorce. Would that be somewhat fair to say? 
let me answer it this way. So we have we we've raised a lot of money for this for this business, and I would say ninety five percent of the time when we sat down with our investors to discuss the the investment into the company, one of the very first questions everybody would ask is, a how come this has never been done, and b why not? And when you answer the question. It, it takes a, a very special circumstance to start a business like Divorce Force, and you have to have gone through a divorce. And once you're through the divorce, you kind of want to, you need to have to want to stay in the industry of divorce. A lot of people, when they go through a divorce and it's closed and it's done, they want nothing to do with it ever again. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's such a traumatic time in their lives that they they just don't want to be surrounded by it. So, you know, from a Divorce Force point of view. I have zero interest in going back to a matrimonial courtroom. Uh, I, I don't care to see the inside of the building ever again, but that doesn't mean that we haven't found pockets of opportunity to help people without actually having a presence in a courtroom. Um, so yeah, it, it would be very hard to create what we've created without understanding what a consumer is going through. So when people, when a consumer uses Divorce Force and they're reading content and they're talking to other people in our forums or having private conversations with one another, in order for the product to work, there has to be a methodology behind it. And if, you, if you've gone through a divorce and you understand that the mental capacity that somebody has during a divorce is not always 100% to retain information or make appropriate decisions, you can kind of help people along that path to to make those decisions. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, it, it's your your vision and what Divorce Force is doing uh, is very similar to to my vision and why I do what I do now. Also, um, I was I, we were talking off off the air a few minutes ago. I was a divorce attorney, uh, you know, many years ago, and then I quit. And I, to be honest with you. I really have no interest in seeing the inside of a divorce courtroom again either. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've spent more than uh, enough time inside of one representing people, and it's just not a not a place that you know gives me good good feelings inside. Um, for I'm sure reasons that you can appreciate, and a lot of people, uh, you know, could articulate. But what you said to me was very interesting that you represented yourself pro se for a period of time. When you did that, what did you do uh, to get through wherever you were in the process at that point? Were you just scouring the internet looking for answers? Um, were you listening to you know friends and family's advice? What were you doing to, to help get you through that? It's a great question. When when my litigation first started and the judge came out with interim orders, the interim orders were set in stone. And we very early on, uh, when I say we, my, my ex and I, very early on had agreed to a temporary custody order. So the only thing that was really left in our divorce case was financials. So what I found was I was going back to court over and over and over and over again, spending an enormous amount of money. Um, and I felt that the other side didn't really want to settle. So what happens is when you're put in that position, 
you're just spending money to go back to court over and over and over and over. So eventually I got to the point where I didn't want to spend any more money on my litigation. I was, I was paying my, my lawyers an obscene amount of money and it wasn't getting me anywhere. So I said to myself, you know, now that the orders are done, I felt that the negotiations when it came to financial is really common sense. And I, I felt that if I was in a position to explain to the judge and to the opposing counsel my position, that I would have a better shot of finalizing my divorce. You know, I'm not going to say that every matrimonial attorney wants to keep a case going to run up legal fees, but you know, you are being billed by the hour. So, and they're working with so many cases at one time that after three years, you kind of want to take control of your own destiny. Okay. So when I went pro se, I noticed a couple of things right off the bat. I noticed a tremendous change in the demeanor of the opposing counsel. And I noticed that the court, and when I say the court, the judge and the, the law secretary took a different tone as well. From that point of view, they had to speak very slow. They had to continually ask me if I understood the concepts that were being discussed. Um, they're on record and they realize that they're not dealing with a divorce professional. So it takes a lot longer to, to try a case against the pro se. I don't know if you agree or disagree with this, but th- th- this, is, this is what my findings were. And well, I, I also found- you, you know, I don't mean to interrupt you, but before you continue, I was going to ask you, when you say they changed the tone- of the way they interacted with you, was it for the better or for the worse? I mean, for me, it was, it was, it was for the better because look, a matrimonial attorney who negotiates cases all day, day in and day out, they typically work with another matrimonial attorney. And all of a sudden, if you have to now work with somebody that is representing themselves, it's a very different experience. Uh, it's a tremendous, it's a very different experience. And I'm sure any attorney will tell you that okay. some of them, really want nothing to do with it because it occupies more of their time. Uh, they feel that because I'm working with somebody that's not a lawyer, it's going to, it's just, it's going to be a very long drawn out process and they just don't want to do it. Um, I wouldn't, if I was a matrimonial attorney, I wouldn't want to try a case against somebody that's not a professional lawyer that doesn't understand the laws and the negotiations, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, I've been self-employed since I was 25 years old so I, I've been negotiating my entire life, uh, and I gladly accepted the challenge to do it. And I was very confident early on that if I had the opportunity to explain myself in front of a court, that I would be able to debunk and, and basically explain either the lies or the perception that the opposing counsel was trying to give of me. And because I had that opportunity and I had that chance, I did exceptionally well uh, when finalizing my divorce. So again, it, going pro se is not for everybody. Uh, if, you, if you actually have to litigate and appear in front of a judge and uh, try and, and call witnesses um, and cross-examine, I, I'm not convinced that that's in everybody's best interest if you don't, if you don't have the experience. Uh, but I knew that, that I wasn't going down that road. This was just a situation where my orders, my temporary orders were done. And this was just about you know, getting across home plate. So for right. those reasons, um, it was a very, it was a very strategic move. And, and also, I mean, you can only afford to, to pay 
a matrimonial lawyer for so long. And I get it. You know, everybody's time is money and, and, and lawyers run a business um, and you have to be respectful of that. I mean, look, if you're going through a divorce and you pick up the phone, you call a lawyer, you should know right away that it's going to cost you money. And if you're upset about the money or you don't have the money, then, you know, you have to look for other resources. So I couldn't get upset with my attorneys when they, when they told me that they would have to continue to bill me to work on the case. I just said to myself, how do I stop this? How do I stop this perpetual cycle of motions and motions and motions without really making any progress? Yeah, no, you echo the the sentiment of a lot of people out there um, who feel that way, um, you know, spending tens of thousands of dollars and, and feeling that they haven't moved very far, or made much progress um, in the system. And it can be frustrating. As an attorney, I, I totally agree with you that it, it's, yeah. it's frustrating. Um, so along with those frustrations, um, it's very frustrating to a lot of attorneys that are just sincere and incredible professionals that understand uh, that you know they're not there to tap out the balance sheet. And there are attorneys out there that I've encountered over the many years we've been running Divorce Force that are, are just incredible and really have the client's best interest at heart and will always keep the dollars in the forefront and explain to the client along the way what they're looking at and what the potential outcomes could be, what the negatives, what the positives, um, as opposed to being caught up in motion practice. That is another reason why we created ProConnect. And, and, and ProConnect is our platform that connects people, professionals, and services. And that platform resides on divorceforce.com. So we set out to create a platform where consumers can find the best professionals at the time they need them the most. And we know that based on digital marketing, we know that based on different Q&As that we ask our consumers, based on the type of content that they read, right? So for example, if a consumer comes on our site and they're reading an article about custody, uh, we know that this is a topic that they're interested in learning about and that they could probably use a matrimonial lawyer that's close to them and we'll make that connection right on the platform. So we want to bring the best of the best to our consumers. So with, with ProConnect, we're not interested in having 10,000 different matrimonial lawyers on the platform. We're interested in having the best. And we we understand from being in this space for as long as we have that Typically, you find, whether it's a wealth manager, a realtor, a mortgage professional, a matrimonial um, lawyer, or an accountant that focuses on matrimonial, that these professionals invest in their business and they invest in their education. They invest in obtaining certain certifications. They invest in joining different organizations, and they invest in attending different conferences throughout the year that educate them to help their divorcing consumer um, have a much better outcome, right? So that from spending so much time in matrimonial courts and seeing excellent lawyers and then seeing not so great lawyers, you know, it, it, it's, it's a great passion of ours to be able to help people, um, both the consumer and the professional create those connections. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's great. And I always tell people too, you know, part of what I do as a coach is I help people, choose and find the right attorney for their situation. Because if you find the wrong one, that can cost you thousands of dollars, if not more. And, um, you know, nobody wants to make a mistake like that. So 
uh, finding the right attorney, um, if you're going to get one, is is you know just so important. Um, so it's very it's very important. But you know, just to be fair, you could have the greatest attorney in the world. I, I mean, really, you could have a phenomenal attorney, but your attorney can. And again, this is my opinion can only be as effective as the wants and desires of the opposing counsel. So if you're in a situation where you're up against somebody that is very well funded and they're so emotionally charged that they're really not going to make the appropriate moves or follow the right advice in order to settle a divorce case quickly, then your attorney has to keep fighting the battle. Absolutely. There's only so much you can do. So look, I, I went through many different emotions during my divorce and there were times where I was very upset that I had to keep going back to court. And, you know, there were times where I said, you know, I, I can't believe this is my attorney's fault, but, and, and that's normal to have those feelings when you're going through it, because again, you can be very emotionally charged during a divorce. So, uh, which, which backs up my point. There are several matrimonial attorneys, divorce attorneys that, have invested in their certifications and education, even on the wellness aspect or the mental health capacity to be able to communicate effectively or work with uh, a client. Now, something else that's very interesting, we have an article coming out in January that I'm really excited about. We have reviewed roughly eight organizations that provide certifications to professionals, whether they're in the legal space, the mental health space, the real estate, uh, either they're a realtor or a mortgage professional or the wealth management space. There's all different certifications out there that professionals can obtain to work with people that are affected by divorce. And we felt that, A, the consumers have no idea that these organizations even exist. They'll see the four letters at the end of the person's name and have no idea what it means. But also, there's a lot of professionals that may not be aware that these certifications exist so they can better serve their clients. So we've got this this really great article that's coming out um, because it's so important today if you're going to be going through a divorce that you really seek out the best qualified professional that you can. Absolutely. That's something that we're very passionate about. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I did a, a podcast episode about forming what I call your divorce team. Um, and, you know, finding the right objective professionals is, is huge. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, I agree with you what you said about you could have the, you know, the, the Johnny Cochran of, of the world representing you. Um, and I'll, you know the late Johnny Cochran. Hopefully, people out there uh, know who he was. But he can only do so much. Uh, lawyers aren't superheroes um, in the sense that they can't. If the other side wants to fight, it's just extremely difficult not to have to respond and go through that fight. Um, ideally, what you want are both sides to understand, you know, the importance of choosing the right attorney and, and finding that right attorney, so you don't. So the attorneys can work together. Uh, and, and understand the process and have the client's best interests at heart. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the ideal situation. A hundred percent. And, you know, one of the categories on our platform are divorce coaches, right? Mental health practitioners and divorce coaches. And when people say to me, and I, I get the, I, I mean, I, I get calls almost on a daily. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Who should I call? I believe that one of the first phone calls somebody should make if you are 
emotionally in a bad place is a divorce coach. You need somebody that you can talk to that is going to give you real advice that is not dictated because you're a family member, you're a wife or a husband, you're a close friend. You need somebody that doesn't know the other side. You need somebody that understands the trajectory of divorce that can give you very specific advice to who you are and to help keep you calm and level-headed so you can make appropriate decisions and be a sounding board, right? So if you're going through a tough time and you have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and talk to and talk through a scenario, it's a wonderful thing to have. But if that person is a family member or a close friend of yours, and all of a sudden the conversations take a turn, um, which normally they do, that's not always the best place to, to get your advice. So I, 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 I love the idea of working with a coach in the beginning to make sure that your head is in the right place and you're making appropriate decisions. And, you know, if that coach can also help mediate and you can get the other side to agree to mediate, that's, you know, that's a win. You know, we work with another organization uh, that I think is, they're onto great things in 2020. It's an organization called Collaborative Practice where uh, both attorneys agree and sign a document yeah. to stay out of the courtroom. Yeah. So, yeah. Collaborative law. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, you know, th these are the types of things. I mean, look, that's not for everybody. And we all know that there's exceptions to every rule. And, you know, we could sit here and give our opinion, but people could be listening to this podcast that can say, well, you know, my husband just left me and he's already living with somebody and took all the money. And, you know, here I am with three kids. So, I mean, there, there, there's different scenarios as opposed to, you know, the couple that just fell apart and want to work amicably to dissolving the marriage. So there are ways to do that um, where you don't need to see the inside of a court. No, absolutely. And, and, and for those listening um, who don't know, uh, really briefly, I, I, I coach on this. I, I've written about this, and I, I'll do more podcasts about this too. Collaborative law falls under the, the umbrella of alternate uh, dispute resolution like mediation does. But basically, uh, you have to have two attorneys specifically trained in collaborative law. They have to go through specific training. Uh, to do it. And then the goal is you actually sign an agreement not to go to court and to litigate over, you know, disputes that happen along the way during the process. And you, you, you both can hire your own professionals to be on your team, but everybody is supposed to work together to try to negotiate it uh, outside of the courts. Um, and, and that is, that's the whole idea behind the collaborative process. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, Gregory, is that your understanding too of collaborative law? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you're just making a commitment early on to avoid the inside of a courtroom. And I think yeah. it's, I think for a lot of people, it's, it, it's a really great way to, to finalize or, you know, embark on the process of a divorce. Um, again, and, it's not for everybody. Um, but it's, it's a great option that a lot of people may just not be aware of. Right. And, and the reason why it works um, most of the time is because if it doesn't work and the process breaks down and one side says, okay, now we're going to, you know, finish the rest of this in court because I'm not happy for whatever reason, you cannot use the same attorney that you've been using throughout the collaborative process. That's part of the agreement. You have to get a new attorney uh, and start literally really 
from the beginning again. So that's the incentive to really try to make it work. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's a great option. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think collaborative law is, is, is great. Um, and it's, it's becoming more and more available in, in every state. Um, if it's not available in all, in all the states yet. So, uh, I think divorce force is great. Um, I'll have links to it in, in the show notes for everybody listening. Um, but it's divorceforce.com, right? Correct. Right. Um, and when does that article come out? Because maybe we can link to that too. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes. When's that? Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's going to come out in January. Perfect. We're just working on finalizing some of the content right now. And you know, what's great about what, what's going to be really great about this article is it's going to be a one it's going to be a one-stop resource for all the different industries that have professionals that work with people affected by divorce. So for the professionals, they can understand across the spectrum, not only the certifications that they can obtain in their industry, but they're looking at building a referral team or when, it, when, when a matrimonial attorney is working with a client that may come into a sum of money, it's important that the person that's managing that money going forward understands uh, the the ins and outs of divorce and the tax complications and implications. So it's a great place for professionals to find other professionals and to understand the different certifications that they can obtain so that they can seek out the right the right partnerships. And then for the consumers, it's a phenomenal, it's going to be a phenomenal resource so they can understand if they need to sell real estate, why they should be working with somebody that has a certification, um, a certified divorce real estate expert, for example. The, the, these certifications are so in-depth, it's really, it's really spectacular. So uh, it'll be great for consumers to understand what the pros are and why they should seek out professionals with these types of certifications. And I'll, I'll be sure to get a copy of that to you. Yeah, we're we're in we're in December now, so we'll have plenty of time. Um, and so that's great. And I'll be happy to to post the link to that article too, so everybody has easy access to it. Um, Gregory, thanks so much for for being on the show and, and talking about this. Uh, what I think is also a great, just a great resource uh, out there for people going through a divorce. And what I like about it is that it's just all, all encompassing. And like you said, it no matter where you are in the stage of divorce, um, there is something here for you. So check it out if you haven't already. I bookmark it on your uh, internet page there. And uh, thanks so much for, for telling everybody about it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Another great guest on the podcast. And thank you, Gregory, for coming on and, and sharing some of your thoughts and your wisdom and letting us all know a little bit more about divorceforce.com. Again, it's a great resource. Go check it out. If you haven't, uh, it should be part of your arsenal of resources when it comes to divorce. So I've been on there uh, as an expert helping answering some questions uh, myself. So definitely utilize it and check it out. Now, if you are looking for personal help with your divorce and you're looking for some coaching and you would like to get it from a former divorce attorney, now turn coach, then hit me up. Uh, check me out. Uh, I have various coaching programs through Divorce You. I have How to, how to uh, Divorce a Narcissist uh, program, which is a group program. Uh, Divorce You under the Bachelor's, Master's, and PhD. Those are one-on-one -on -one individual coaching programs. So depending on your preference and your resources, there is something out there for everyone if you're looking for help. Uh, and whether you have an attorney or not, 
having a coach guide you and being part of your divorce team is an invaluable resource that will uh, pay off in dividends. Um, So consider it, and I'm here for you uh, when you are ready. If you have any questions, always email me, jason at jasonlavoy.com. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast because uh, you'll get all new episodes when they come out. And, and that's free too. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, subscribe, listen to the other ones, catch up a little bit. And as all, be strong, act confident, stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be talking to you real soon.